Welcome to the Foxtails International Podcast, where every week we explore new stories and tell old tales. We help build a community through the ancient art of storytelling. We tell our stories and hope to inspire you to find your voice, to stand up and sing out. Our stories shape our world. Your stories can change the world. I disagree with Shakespeare. We are more than actors on a stage. You are the author of your life story. Share the link with your friends. Support us by joining our Patreon team. And make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. Join us every week to fall in love with the world and all of its possibilities. I have always been a huge fan of fables, short stories about animals. Or are they really about people in animal skins? And when you say fable, of course, you're talking about Aesop. Aesop lived in ancient Greece many years ago. Let's begin with four fables from Aesop. Good afternoon. My name is Brian Fox Ellis, and what I love about stories, stories let you travel around the world. Would you like to travel around the world? Yeah. Yes. yes. Fasten your seatbelts. We're going to fly here across the Atlantic Ocean. Do you see the whales? We're going to fly over the Mediterranean. Do you see the dolphins? We're going to go way back in time. More than 2,000 years ago, there was a man who lived in ancient Greece, but his family was from North Africa. His name was Aesop, and Aesop wrote more than 200 stories. Here's three of my favorite. It was market day in the village. The village was filled with people buying and selling goods and haggling over prices and mm, the smells of the marketplace. How do you love the smell of meat barbecuing on the grill? Summer's coming. <laughs> How do you love the smell of fresh baked bread hot out of the oven or cinnamon rolls? Mm. Me too. Do you know the smell of a perfectly ripe peach cut in two? I talk about smells because there's a story about a dog. You and I are people, last time I checked, and most of what we know comes into our eyes. We watch, we read, we see, but most of what a dog knows comes in through his nose. And all these smells are making this dog hungry. And just then, he walked by the butcher shop. He smelled ham and bacon and pork chops. This dog was hungry. <laughs> so he went inside the butcher shop. And the butcher saw him coming. The butcher said, hey, you dog, get out of my shop. The dog ran out. But he didn't go too far. He got outside the shop and he stopped. And he waited. And he watched. And it was market day in the village. The village was filled with people buying and selling goods and haggling over prices. And, and when the butcher went into the back room to get something for one of the customers, the dog was watching. <laughs> he thought, this is my chance. And he went back into the shop. He went right over to the counter. He grabbed a great big bone. Arr, 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 arr. And just then, the butcher comes out of the back room. The butcher sees that dog says, hey, you dog, bring me back my bone. Time out. If you were that dog, how many of you would take off running? Of course. And the butcher, he was not in very good shape, and the dog left him in his dust. <laughs> dog had the bone. Dog had the bone. He, he thought he'd go to the woods so he could eat the bone in quiet. 
But to get to the forest, he had to cross a river. No problem. He found a bridge. As the dog was walking over the bridge, he looked down in the water. <gasps> he thought he saw another dog who had a bone that was bigger than his. He was greedy. He thought, if I growl, I'll scare him. He'll give me his bone and then I'll have two bones. <laughs> and that's what he did. <gasps> that dog looked like he was growling back. I ain't going to take it. I'll bark. I'll howl. That'll scare him. And that's what he did. But when he opened his mouth to bark and howl, his bone fell out. Splash. And his reflection disappeared. And so did his bone. The river carried it away. And the dog, he learned too late. Greed will get you nowhere. You should be happy with what you have. Thank you. Well, you can tell a story straight up like the one I just did. Or you could sing a story. Quietly raise your hand if you like to sing. A friend of mine named Heather Forrest, she took 20 of Aesop's fables and she rewrote them as songs. Here's one of my favorite. Imagine you're a frog. Imagine you're green and slimy. Imagine instead of a cold winter day, it's a hot summer day. What happens to a frog if he doesn't find water? This is a song that tells that story. The sun was hot and dry, no rain fell. Two frogs hopped along looking for water when they came upon a well. First frog saw a puddle at the bottom and said, Come on, let's jump in. I can't wait to feel the relief of cold water on my skin. But the second frog was cautious and said, Not me. Before you lunge and take that plunge and get yourself in deep, take a closer look at the walls of the well. They are treacherous and steep. Look before you leap, he said. Look before you leap. What will you do when the well runs dry? You got no wings, no, you can't fly. You can jump. And you can try, you can cry, and you can shout. But once you get in, you'll never get out. So look before you leap, he said. Look before you leap. Consider what you're jumping into. And look before you leap. Watch out. And look before you Now you can tell a story straight up like the first one. You can sing this story like the second one or my favorite way. Get all your friends to help. Teachers too, when I put my fingers together like this, all of you, can you put your fingers together like this? And when you put your fingers like, together like this, I want you to take three deep breaths all together and puff yourself up. Ready? Take one deep breath and puff yourself up. Take another deep breath and puff yourself up. And take another deep breath and puff yourself up. And when I put my hands like this, that means put your hands down. You'll know when. Now this is a story a friend of mine, Janice Harrington, rewrote as if it happened right here. You know, when Cambridge, Illinois was founded, with the hills and the forest and the prairie and the swamps, farmers came with their cows, with their donkey, with their sheep, their horses, and when the farmers first came with all their animals, there used to be a little frog. 
One day, little frog was hopping along. Little frog, ah! He saw a great, big, mean, ugly. He didn't know what it was. But it had horns like the devil. It had a tail like a whip. It was bigger than a mountain. He was scared. He went home as fast as he could. He said, Daddy, Daddy, I just saw a great, big, mean, ugly. I don't know what it was. But it had horns like the devil. It had a tail like a whip. It was bigger than a mountain, Daddy. I'm scared. His father said, Don't be afraid. I'm the biggest frog in this here swamp. I'm bigger than it is. No, 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 Daddy. It's a lot bigger than you are. No, he's not. I'm bigger. Was he bigger than this altogether? He puffed himself up. And he puffed himself up. And he puffed himself up. Was he bigger than this? Yes, Daddy. Yes, Daddy. He was ten times bigger than you are. No, he's not. I'm bigger. Was he bigger than this altogether? He puffed himself up and puffed himself up and puffed himself up. Was he bigger than this? Yes, Daddy, yes, Daddy. He was a hundred times bigger than you are. A thousand times. No, he's not. I'm bigger. Was he bigger than this altogether? He puffed himself up, and puffed himself up, and puffed himself up. Ew. He puffed himself up so big he exploded into a thousand tiny little green slimy pieces that flew so high, so Never seen a. He was never seen a. He was never seen until today. Look what I just found. The last little bit of that frog. Ew! Now the big frog, he learned too late. But the little frog, he'll never forget. Don't ever try to be bigger than you really are. This story happened to me. No, 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 no. I borrowed it from Tolstoy, who lived in Russia 150 years ago. No, 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 no. He borrowed it from La Fontaine, who lived in Paris 300 years ago. No, 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 no. He borrowed it from Aesop, who lived in ancient Greece 2,000 years ago. No, 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 no. He borrowed it from the Panchan Tantra from India 7,000 years. No, 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 no. This story happened to me. I used to live in the mountains of North Carolina, and it was a really beautiful day. Early in the spring, the flowers were blooming, the sun was shining, there was a nice breeze, and I went for a hike with one of my best friends. And I out came a bear. I saw the bear. I took off running, and I climbed up into a tree. Now my friend, he saw the bear too late. He knew if he tried to run, the bear would catch him and eat him. So he fell to the ground, and he pretended he was dead, because everyone knows a bear will not eat dead meat. 
The bear came over next to him. He laid perfectly still. The bear nudged him. He hardly moved. The bear came up and sniffed his head. Time out. If a bear was smelling your head, raise your hand if you would scream. If you scream, the bear will eat you. He was smarter than that. When the bear was this close, he held his breath and he pretended he was dead. The bear thought he was dead and the bear wandered off. Meanwhile, I'm still up in a tree and I'm watching. And when I saw the bear wander away, when I felt it was far enough away that I felt safe, I climbed down out of the tree. And how many of you have ever been scared and you tried to play it off and make a little joke like, I'm not scared. <laughs> That's what I did. I said, David, that bear, he looked like he was whispering in your ear. <laughs> what did the bear whisper in your ear? <laughs> he got up. He brushed himself off. He said, the bear? What did he say to me? He said, do not trust a friend one inch if he deserts you in a pinch. So as you heard in the introduction to Two Friends, I took a story that is thousands of years old and I rewrote it as if it happened to me. You could do that too. Take me and my friend Dave out of the story and who would you go hiking with? You could use the bear if there are bears where you live or maybe you could use some other large ferocious animal and you could retell the story as if it happened to you. Would you be the one who falls down and plays dead? Or would you be the one who climbs a tree you can actually tell the story both ways, as I do sometimes. Make it your own. But let's travel around the world. There are fables from all over the world. This next fable is one of my favorite from northern India. The Little Rabbit and the Mango Tree. Now, I need a lot of help with this next story. Show me you be good listeners. I'm going to call on people who are quiet. I don't call on people who talk out of turn. I don't call on people who are having a heart attack. Ooh, ooh, ooh! If you want to help, show me you want to help. Two ways you can help. Think about your favorite wild animals that live in India. And when I call on you, you'll know when. Uh, name your favorite wild animal, but not now. Also, this story repeats itself a lot. So if you hear me say something I already said, say it with me the second time, and the third time, and the fourth time. And actually, by the fourth or fifth time, you'll know this story, and you can go home and tell it. Okay. Fast your seatbelts. We're going to fly from Russia back to the south over the tallest mountains in the world. You see the panda bears? And on the snow-capped uh, Himalayans? We're gonna go to North India. A long time ago, there was a little rabbit. Little rabbit was hopping along. Little rabbit was feeling kinda hungry. Little rabbit saw a mango tree. He loved mango. So he decided to lay down and wait for a mango to get ripe. All the mangoes were green. You can't eat them when they're green. As he was lying down, looking at the mangoes, waiting for them to get ripe, he was resting and thinking, thinking and resting, resting and thinking, and what do you think he was thinking about? What? He was thinking, what is it going to be like when I grow up? Someday you're going to grow up. What will it be like? And then he thought, what is it going to be like when I get old? And I hope you live a good long life. But then he thought, what is it going to be like 
when I wham just then he heard this loud cracking sound and he thought the ground is breaking up it's the end of the world now whenever I say the ground is breaking up you say it's the end of the world let's practice ready the ground is breaking up it's the end of the world one more time let's hear everyone say it like you mean it ready the ground is breaking up it's the end of the world so he jumped up and he took off running and he met another rabbit the other rabbit said Woo! why are you running the first rabbit said the ground is breaking up it's the end of the world oh no i'm not waiting for that soon there were two rabbits and they met a third rabbit and the third rabbit said i need to see kylie getter okay that's okay and the third rabbit said Whoa! Why are you running? And the first two said, The ground is breaking up. It's the end of the world! And soon there were four rabbits, and five rabbits, and ten rabbits, and a hundred rabbits, and a thousand rabbits. And as they were running along, they met a bear. And the bear, he heard all that noise, and he woke up, and he saw those rabbits, and he said, wait one minute here, why are you running? And they said, the ground is breaking up, it's the end of the world! Oh no, I'm not waiting for that. And soon there were two bears, and three bears, and can you say it with me? Four bears, and five bears, and ten bears, and a hundred bears and a thousand bears and next they met what's your favorite wild animal yes you like bears i'll call somebody who raises their hand quietly yes ma'am what's your favorite wild animal a cat a cat how about a wild cat how about a cheetah you like cheetahs the cheetah said, ah, ah, I like to run. Ah, why are all you running? I want to run too. Why are you running? And they said, the ground is breaking up. It's the end of the world. Oh no, said the cheetah, I better run too. And soon there were two cheetahs and three cheetahs and four cheetahs and five cheetahs and ten cheetahs and a hundred cheetahs and a thousand cheetahs. And a thousand bears, and a thousand rabbits, and next they met? A peregrine falcon. A peregrine falcon. And the peregrine falcon was flying over. He said, why are all you running? I'm faster than all of you. I want to fly along. And they said, the ground is breaking up. It's the end of the world. I better go. And soon there were two falcons and three falcons and four falcons and five falcons and ten falcons and a hundred falcons and a thousand falcons and a thousand cheetahs and a thousand bears and a thousand bunnies and next in the orange shirt they met another wild animal a tiger. Roar, said the Bengal tiger. You guys look like supper. <laughs> Why are you running? <laughs> and they said, the ground is breaking up. It's the end of the world. Oh, 
no, I better run too. And soon there were two tigers and three tigers and four tigers and five tigers and ten tigers and a hundred tigers and a thousand tigers and a thousand falcons and a thousand cheetahs and a thousand bears and a thousand bunnies and one more who else has a favorite wild animal way in the back in the pink shirt yes a dog. A dog. You know, in, in uh, India, they have wild dogs. The dog says, this looks like a lot of fun. I want to be part of this, too. Uh, why are you running? And they said, the ground is breaking up. It's the end of the world. Oh, no. I better run, too. And soon there were two dogs and three dogs and four dogs and five dogs and ten dogs and a hundred dogs and a thousand dogs and a thousand tigers and a thousand falcons and a thousand cheetahs and a thousand bears and a thousand bunnies. Soon there were 10,000 animals. Could you imagine? 10,000 animals running across the savannah and my turn sleeping on a rock. Oh, there was a lion. Lion heard that noise and he saw all those animals and he saw something they did not. If they kept on running soon they would come to a cliff, a canyon. Time out. Put yourself in the lion's paws. Imagine you're a lion. And you see 10,000 animals running towards a cliff. Don't tell me. Think about it. What would you do? How stop. might you help? Stop. Who's got an idea? Put a stop sign <laughs> Yes, the, the boy in the dark blue shirt, what would you do? Yes, what would you do? Uh, you said one good word. What was that word? Stop. You would tell him to stop. Now, as a lion, he would roar. I'm going to count to three, and then I want you to roar your loudest roar all together. One, Ooh. two, three. Roar! He was louder than that. He was so loud, all the animals stopped. The dogs stopped, the tigers, the cheetahs, the bears. Everybody stopped. And the lion said, do you not see where you're going? If you kept running, you would fall off this cliff. Why are you running? And they said, the ground is breaking up. It's the end of the world. Wait, 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 wait. Who told you the ground is breaking up? The dog said, oh, oh, it wasn't me, uh, 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 it was a tiger. It wasn't me, it was um, um, the falcon. Ah, wasn't me, it was a cheetah. No, I didn't do it, it was the bear. No, not me, it was the rabbits. And a thousand rabbits looked at each other. And one rabbit said, it wasn't me, it was him. Her, her, him, 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 her, her, him, her, him. Until 9,999 animals were all looking at one rabbit. And the rabbit said, it was me. I heard it. See these big ears? I heard it. The ground... Oh, wait, 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 said the lion. You heard what? What did you see? I didn't see anything. I heard it, and I got out of there. And the lion said, take me to that place. Show me what you heard. No, I'm not going back there. 
Yes, said the lion. And he picked up the little rabbit and put him on his back. And he led the way with all the other animals following. And the rabbit said, You see those, those mango trees over there? It was right over there. Take me closer. No, I'm not going any closer. Which mango tree was it? It was that one. Which, which one was it? It was that one. Take me closer. No, I'm not going any closer. The lion said yes. And he walked right underneath those mango trees. And you could see in the tall grass where the rabbit had been lying down, right next to his head in the grass, there was a... Crack. Um, crack. Oh, it was a mango. A ripe mango. Ha, 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 said the lion. Look at this. You are afraid of a piece of fruit? Let this be a lesson to you. Sometimes if you face your fears, you will see there's nothing to be afraid of. And as for the rest of you, do not believe everything you hear. Sometimes you must think for yourself. And so they have from that day until this one. Thank you. Don't you just love that little rabbit? You could write your own fable. People all over the world have been telling fables, I think, since stories began. What is your favorite animal? You could write a couple sentences to describe that animal, what it looks like, but also think about its character or characteristics. Is it sly like a fox? Is it clever? And then who is its friend or enemy? Who's the nemesis, the one who gets in the way or causes the trouble? Or who's the hero, the one who helps him out? Describe that animal with a couple of sentences. The setting for fables, very easy. Where do these animals live? Are they in the jungle or the rainforest, in the ocean or the prairie or the desert? Write a couple sentences to describe the place. And then what happens? Beginning, middle, end. What's the plot line? The one thing that makes it a fable is there's often a lesson to be learned. And like Aesop, you can end with, and the moral of the story is. Though notice I didn't do much of that. I would rather that people think for themselves, as I said in the one story. What is your moral to the story? What do they learn? Send me those stories. One of my goals with this podcast is to include more of your stories. So if you film it and send me a link, you might be in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Foxtails International Podcast. Follow this link to invite me to your community or take a look at my schedule to see when I might be performing near you. Share the link with your friends. Support us by joining our Patreon team and make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. Join us every week to fall in love with the world and all of its possibilities.